0: Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Same Old Arsenal Team Talk. This is the Arsenal versus Leeds preview and I have some fantastic guests with me this evening. I'm your host Dan Potts as ever and joining me back from his break last week is my boy Manny from the Ars Brothers podcast. Manny, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing good,
0: mate. Can't complain.
1: Can't complain. How you doing, man?
0: Yeah, I'm good. You're all better now, mate, yeah?
1: All good. All good, man. Ready to talk. Ready to talk Arsenal, man. Let's get
0: it on. Let's get it on indeed. And also joining me is the legend that is Mr. Kevin Campbell. KC, how you doing? I'm good, Dad. <laughs> I'm good. Listen, I'm
2: good to be back. And I'm pleased Manny's on because you know what? Me and Manny always lock horns and debate pretty well, <laughs> well don't we, Manny?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always positive, man. Always positive. I love it. Well, we try to be. <laughs> We try to
0: be. uh, (laughs) We do. We do try to be. Uh, Someone who is uh, not always positive is Mr. Kenny Ken, and he will be joining us in a couple of minutes. He has got some tech issues, but he will be on. So here's how tonight's going to work. We're going to talk a little bit about Arteta. We're going to talk a little bit about the process and if there's progress this season. So... I'm going to start, I'm going to come to my boy Manny, then I'm going to speak to KC and see what he thinks about the situation and hopefully we can get Kenny Ken's opinion on it. But here is how I see it. If I was to say to you guys, already Arsenal fan, after we beat Fulham 3-0 at the very first game of the season, that come February, we would be sitting in 11th place behind Leeds and West Ham and Everton and teams like that. Out of both trophies, I am sure many... Would agree that Arteta would be underachieving. I'm still not seeing enough progress. I think this, although some of the players are playing better, he's changed some of the personnel in the first 11. I'm still seeing silly mistakes. I can't get over the Willian substitution for Danny Sabayos. Everyone was talking about Martinelli coming on. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Martinelli as well. But as soon as party comes off, I'm expecting to see Danny Sabayos come on against Aston Villa and we see Willian forced in again. I'm seeing some errors. I'm not seeing that this manager at the moment is showing me enough that he's learning from his mistakes. Manny, you have a theory, and we spoke about it off-air yesterday and a bit today. And I struggled with the analogy of it to start with, but as you started to go through it, I kind of got where you were taking us. So before I bring you in on that, I'm gonna welcome Kenny Ken to the show. Kenny, how you doing, my man?
3: All good, all good, mate.
0: Don't, don't don't
3: get put off by the by the clothes. I was just doing a bit of a on a running machine, trying to keep yourself fit. You know, it's usually a I, I I'm not anticipating a battle. Just good discussion between <laughs> light-minded fans. But uh, you know, don't don't stop looking at me arms, Dan. Stop looking
0: at me arms. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. I'm so jealous. We we'll stop. We'll, we'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, welcome to the show, man. Always a pleasure to have you on. We're just talking a little bit about this season in terms of Arteta, and I'm going to bring Manny in. Manny has spoken about a theory. So, Manny, I'm going to let you uh, let you have the platform, man. It's over to you, bro.
1: Dude, we touched on it very briefly when we did the Aspers Extreme, was it like last week, Wednesday? If anybody tuned in, you'll know exactly what I'm about to talk about. So, Arsenal are a novice club. And I'm not talking about in stature. I'm not talking about what we've achieved. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about how we've handled our transitional period. This club, at the moment, is the perfect breeding ground for novices because novices are able to do a better job than the professionals. The novices of the Edu's and the Artetas can bring a semblance of an Arsenal back where professionals have failed. The Bukayo Sakas and the Smith Rose can come on the pitch and embarrass the seasoned professionals that we have in the team. So I told you, Potts, Arsenal right now, as in right now, we are making the sort of moves that we should have made way back in 2006. Filtering out people at the top, changing people on you know, the executive level changing managers terminating contracts of players that are not good enough had things been going on right in 2006 2009 when we first moved to the emirates nobody would be complaining as much as they are right now the reason why they are is because we've wasted 15 years we've wasted 15 years we've pissed away money we've been a revolving door of managers had some semblance of a plan been in place we wouldn't be as angry as we are now as disappointed as apathetic as some of us are right now had an emery style manager followed wenger when he should have left for me in 2010 nobody would really be complaining because people will understand we're in a transitional period and having an emery style manager who gets you a europa league here and there nobody would have complained because we would have understood we're in a transitional period And then you go and make the superstar managerial appointment if you want to. The peps, the clubs were available at a certain point, but we didn't do that, did we? We pissed about. We wasted our time. So now, novices, the edus and the artetas who need the resources, who need the support, they've got nothing. And they've got to do it on their own, and they've got to do it without the help of a crunky. But this is a novice club, so this is the perfect breeding ground for them. It's perfect. Arsenal right now, and this is what people need to understand. Arsenal right now, we are where we should have been in 2006, 7, 8 9 and 10. That's where we are. We have to rip this shit up and we have to start all over again. So the quicker we can actually accept that the quicker people can actually get into their minds that we are not better than where we should be we are exactly where we are supposed to be because we are fucked up That's it. That's it.
0: KC, I can see you smiling and nodding throughout what Manny's saying there. Obviously, you have have been speaking quite passionately and you know I'm a massive fan of what you say and listen to you quite a lot on this show and on the Highbury squad. Has Manny got a good point there with some of the points uh, that he raises, KC?
2: Yeah, I think he does. I think what Arsenal fans have to do is look at the, the bigger picture. The bigger picture has been, since we've moved to the Emirates, life for Arsenal fans has not been straight. We've been led down the river without a pa- without a oar, without a paddle, and qualifying for Champions Leagues has papered the cracks. And let's let's have it right. There weren't many people complaining when we were qualifying in the Champions League and getting done ten 2 etc. But we accept it. Stan Kroenke took over the club. We moved to the Emirates. We were told we were going to challenge. Okay. Yes, we were going to challenge. We're going to challenge at the top table with the Bayern Munichs of this world. That has never materialized. Never. The club has, the process of the club has steadily been getting worse. You look at the recruitment of players as steadily been getting worse. And then when we finally got Urzil, Sanchez, and Kozola, what were we missing? We were missing two positions. We were missing a centre-half and a centre-midfielder. We could have probably won the league. But do you know what? You blink, Dan, and it's 17 years since we've, we've won a league title. So cut it to now, all of a sudden, we've had the experienced manager in Wenger who, for whatever reason, whether it was he's protecting whoever... He never addressed the problems. Unai Emery, who's an experienced manager, came in. He'd done pretty well in his first year where we should have actually qualified for the Champions League through the league or or the Europa. We failed badly on both. But because we've been standing still, Dan, other teams have passed us now. Everybody in the Premier League now has money. Everybody has been slowly been building as well, you know, People mentioned about Aston Villa. Last season, they were there. Well, it's not last season. It's this season. And they've recruited and they've brought in better players. And now we're dealing with this season. They have moved above us so far. Other teams have moved above us so far. That's how much we've slid. We used to have a mentality of trying to be the best club. That went when we left the Emirates, I'm afraid. Sorry, when we left Highbury. Since we've been at the Emirates, we have not been a club who want to be the best. And Manny's right. Manny is right. It's poor from top to bottom. And now this is what Arteta and Edu, who are novices, have to try and restructure, rebuild the football club. And you know what? I'm going to say two things. And I'd love to hear what Kenny thinks about this. The fact of the matter is, when has young players of twenty and nineteen year old been carrying the Arsenal first team? I've never seen it in all of my life. I'm fifty-one. I've never seen f- three youngsters carrying Arsenal's first team. Right? That that that's that's one major point. And two is. These these guys, we've had to pay players to leave Arsenal Football Club. I've never seen that either. So we're looking at things that I've never seen in my lifetime. I don't know if you've seen it, Kenny, or whatever. Dan, you've never seen it. So these are the things that people take for granted, I believe, with Arteta and Edu. But you know what? It's an absolute... Crap show. It's a shit show at the club. And I'll stop there. I'll leave it for Kenny now.
0: <laughs> well, I think you make some good points, Casey. And I have certainly have not seen that whatsoever. But Kenny, I'm going to bring you in here because I would say that my fingers are not pointing at the manager. My fingers are pointing at the board and the owners because we all wanted a Diego Simeone. We all wanted an Allegri or somebody with experience to replace Arsene Wenger. When that didn't happen and we got Unai Emery, we then looked at the board and said, well, that hasn't worked. Can you bring in an Ancelotti or a Rafa Benitez or a Simeone or an Allegri? And we got a novice in Arteta. So Manny's talking about novices. Casey's talking about stuff happening that's perhaps never happened in certainly my lifetime. Where do you see this, Ken, in terms of Arteta and the board and the ownership right now? Well, for, let's go back to what Kevin said. I think uh,
3: if you talk about the 86-87 season, George Graham's, um, um, we went eight years without him in the trophy. And if um, you look at Arsenal's um, first team, it was mostly f- um, filled. The prominent players were players in, who were 19 or 20, players like Hayes, Rocky, Noel Quinn. Um, was one of the players, and obviously a very young Tony Adams. So that was, um, at the time, was um, Georgie's spine. And that got us, you know, rewoke the um, sleeping giant. But since then, you're right, that's never happened before. And in, in terms of, like, playing players to leave as well, it hasn't happened. But one thing will um, bring up, what you and Manny have spoke about, you're talking about a shit show at Arsenal. All I'm saying is that Arsenal fans have been spoilt because of the longevity of Arsene Wenger um, in being tw- in the club 22 years. And obviously George Graham was there for nine years. Arsenal fans don't see, um, know the situation or experience the situation other clubs experience. Mm-hmm. At every other club, this is a norm. Yeah. Paying a player, uh, you know, to do the frat boff. You know, having transition after transition. Not giving managers times. And that's really because of the fact that it's the premiership as well. Because at times um, I saw you on another podcast, Kevin, and you were talking um, about how you're comparing the situation with George and the situation there. Now, the situation that you, you were talking about with George was if it was the '80s, I believe the '80s. So, if you look at the '80s, you split it two ways: pre-pre and post-Heysel. Pre-Heysel, Liverpool were the dominant figure. Teams were only happy to get into Europe, right or wrong. So what was sure. happening is that managers in that time did have, have time. After Hillsborough, it was Liverpool and Everton dominating. There was no European football. So, again, managers have time. We're now talking about apprenticeship now, mm. where that doesn't exist now because teams can't get into Europe. The Champions League has become the Alpha and Omega, and owners are not patient because they want success like yesterday. So managers like you know Mikel, you know, ain't got a time. Ain't going to get time. We know that mikkel has got a three-and-a-half-year contract. But that is going to be dependent on the first year if they see discernible progress. Look at like the United with Moyes. He's got a seven-year contract. And, you know, everyone thought Moyes had time. But in that first year, all Man United were expecting was the Champions League. They finished. They they were well within that. or was seventh at the time. He got sacked. And all, all I'm saying about the whole the whole situation, novices is not, it's, it's the t- sign of times now. There isn't any time in football. People are going to look at the results this season and they are going to make comparisons, and rightly so as well. And then they, they're gonna, they're gonna de- they are going to demand um, some sort of um, replacements uh, in place. We all know there's a process, but this process started in 2018. Manny's got a great yeah. point as well. When he talks about the process as well, what we should have done when we moved from Highbury, completely right. I I I had, I actually, Manny, Manny. I'm going to add something else on. People were talking about us getting the Champions League. Well, there was a top four in 2006, which involved Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, and Liverpool. It was it was a guarantee we were in a top four because even when we we were like watching the pennies at Highbury, we still had a bigger expenditure than any other club outside the top four. So when people praise Wenger for Bringing miracles, I think they need to revisit this and go back into the zeitgeist and look at what really happened and look at the gap between the top four, of all, top four, and the other clubs. What we've done at Arsenal over the years is we've been complacent. Mm. We've looked at other clubs and thought, "Oh, we'll never happen at Arsenal." And Manny's right. That's where we are in the situation now. Because, as they say, fail to prepare, prepare to fail, and that's mm. what's happening. We've had we we've had so many transitions over the years because. No one was brave enough at the football club to pull the plug and Arsen Venga and say thank you very much. You've taken us so far. We've experienced um you know great highs and you know the invincibles, the two doubles, you know, we haven't won a trophy for nine years. We need to go in another direction. And then we could have, you know, got managers who were available and started off and given them that give them the time it probably wasn't there, but we haven't done that and we're now paying for it. But the problem we've got right now in terms of in terms of um, the Arteta situation, is is that he's not going to get time? The results are, are not his best friend. They really are. No matter- Kenny,
2: Kenny, uh, I think he will get time.
3: I don't, I don't. I, but, but if you, I if think he result- will. Yeah, but if you look at the situation, Kev, if we finish, if we finish below where we finished last season, and we don't win a trophy mm-hmm. in his first full season when he's been a team manager. He's been, he's been part of the transfer committee. He's got complete control. Over the footballing side of the club, because that's what the team manager has. You, he, there is going to be some accountability. There may be someone on the board to think, money well, this first year, I know Kenny, we're doing in time, but where's the, there's, there's not any progress." That is, you have to look
2: at those results. Now, Kenny. Accountability. I agree with you, hundred percent. Always have to be accountable. But the problem we've had is always what. What do you do with the squad that inherited? We couldn't get rid of people in the summer, either because nobody wanted them, or the players didn't want to leave because they are on too good a screw. Finally, they got ruthless and they got players out in January. We haven't even started the rebuild.
3: you 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 say that, Kevin. Those players that you're talking about that you got rid of, they weren't part of the first team anyway. They weren't. No, but Kenny, Kenny, I remember. Mustafi was that was was part of the Premier League squads, the European League squads, and he he did feature in one of the you know the very difficult games we had in the Europa League. But apart from that, Ozil was was at the squad. Socrates was at the squad. Mustafi the featured. All these players that we couldn't get rid of. They weren't. They weren't. They were They weren't getting shirt numbers, and they weren't. We had to, to get rid of them, to, though, Ken. Yeah, but Kenny, you had to get rid of them. But we took. Um, what people Ken, like yourself Ken, are talking Ken, about is the foot. What's going on on
2: the pitch? Yeah, but Kenny. That's that's, Kenny, that's,
3: that's, that's, that's you, the evidence. Yeah, but Kenny. Yeah, no, good, Kenny point, good
2: point. Kenny. What I will say to you is this: It works both ways. Because if you've got cancer in the dressing room, because mm. you've got to remember, because these guys ain't in the matchday squad, that don't mean that other players don't mingle around them. They are actually in the dressing room. And if you're trying to bring a culture into a football club and you've got people like Meza Ozil, et cetera, there, and they're putting tweets out that are contradicting what the club are actually wanting to do, that is bad for business, whether he's in the squad or not. And then what what happens when we're going through a tough time? What happens is the fans start saying, oh, we should get Meza Ozil back in the squad. No, Meza Urzo is one of the guys that Arteta needed to get rid of, and we only were only able to do that in January. Finally, we get rid of some guys, and now he's got to build now. So he's brought some he's not players get in. A time, It's not going to get a time. He, the result, Kenny. The results are not his best friends. We, Kenny. We could, we could
3: debate this all day and still Kenny, and still have time time in three Kenny, weeks. Time. Kenny. All I'm the saying is, is it's a results Kev. Kenny. Results.
2: All I'm saying is this. I I believe I believe Mikel Arteta will get the time.
3: Not if we- he not if he, not if he gets not if we finish. He will finish. Not if he, he finishes. He will. he will. If he do- well, he shouldn't get the time. He shouldn't. He, what, get the why time. shouldn't he? It's a Kevin, because Arsenal because at the end of the day, you could you can have all the goodwill and win him on. Because I didn't see this sort of um, empathy and understanding for the last manager. It's because, because Mikel Arteta played for the club. And that is one of the things I was against. I told you this, Dan, when, when yeah, we yeah, spoke yeah. previously. The, the minute you get an ex-player involved in this, involved in the management side of things, then you're going to have a problem. Because when it doesn't work out, it's hard to pull the plug and kill Bambi. And that's Penny. No, Penny totally you know. got, got if 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 Moonlight Emery got these results, then. Results and he got less. He got. He didn't get the kind of results McKell having. Everyone talks about Barcu being an Armageddon. Well, we've had ten Armageddons in the league. Yeah.
2: Oh, and we've had we've had ten we've had ten years right. of Armageddon. Yeah. But in, we're talking yeah, about this now is true. though.
3: We're talking about now. You can't, know, yeah, you, you can't talk about now, about, about now is, yeah, and Kev, forget Kevin, the past, this, Kenny. Kevin, this you is can't. a twenty 2020, twenty twenty one season, and it's <laughs> about football. Our test of results are not sustainable for it to stay in the job. And if he if he somehow gets in the top six and wins Europa League, then you've got something to fight him with. But you haven't you can't fight on these results. If we finish below where we finished last season and do not win a trophy, then that then that is not sustainable. And questions have to be asked because Kelly, you're a sponsor behind Mikkel. You can question, wait minute, Kelly, you can question. Oh, you, and of and course you, you can, can question. Can, wait minute, wait there's there's float with voters now who are either or but they're going to look at the results, and they're going to make results. At, at the end of the day, it's the it's a board's decision. But I don't know any other board that will sustain a manager where they finished that where they finished below where they finished last season with no silver. I, I don't. I've never seen it before.
0: Kenny, okay, let this Kenny, is this is Casey. Casey, you, you this. answer I just want to say this. You answer that. I was I just going to say, say you answer this. Casey. I and I will bring bring money. I just right. want
2: to keep it short, Kenny. I'm telling you now, it don't matter what the fan base think. Because if you go with the fan base, you wouldn't go forward and you wouldn't go backward. You'd stand still. The football club have made the decision to put Mikel Arteta in. He is the manager and they're going to back him. Whether they're going to back him with enough... Big mistake. But whether they're going to back him with enough funds or not, I don't know. But what I'm saying is there needed to be root and branch of that dressing room being ripped up because... For the last four years, when we haven't been Champions League, which all the fans were happy about to qualify, we have stood still as a football club. Kevin, I've got one more thing to say to you before, before we go.
3: Two things. One thing, this conversation will not be acceptable if we go down the district line to, to, to Hammersmith and City line at Stamford Bridge. That, what you said wouldn't be acceptable. Two, I've got three words for you. West Ham United this season.
0: And we'll come into that. And we will come into that because it's a good point, Ken. But you both make good points. You You both make good points. I want to bring Manny in because we started with that theory. We've all had a comment on it. And I think we can all agree of the last 15 years that has been a uh, frustration is the word. But what do you make of what we've all said about your theory there, Manny? How, How has that made you feel in terms of emotion?
1: See, now I see how much, you know, you enjoy this kind of podcast podcast. You can sit back and you can, you know, enjoy it. And I've been loving sitting back in the shadows and watching this because this is the kind of discussion I love being a part of. So there's right on both sides. I'm going to answer Kelly's point without t- to get enough time. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Deep down, I don't think he will. This would be the perfect breeding ground for the type of manager that we have and the type of structure that we're trying to build. But see, here is the problem. That structure has no money. That structure has no resources. And that structure has a fan base that is not ready to accept that we are where we are. I know the fan base don't have any, you know, they don't have any power in terms of what happens at the football club. But at the end of the day, you still have, you're still able to get to Mikel Arteta Free, his Twitter page. So you can have an effect. You can have some sort of, you know, you get what I'm getting at. Would he yeah. get time? I don't believe he will. I don't believe he will because this is the results of business like Kenny says. And this, If this was way back when we should have been making these moves, he would have gotten time because people would have understood the position that we're in. People would have been a bit more sympathetic to the position that we're in. But guess what? They're not. They want to see business. They want to see results and they want to see them now. They don't understand that this is a process. They would have understood the process, had this been when we should have been making the process. We wasted 15 years, wasted it, faffing about acting as if we were a big club, but in terms of actions, we were nothing but novices. We were more embarrassing then, than we are now in terms of results. Eight twos, six nils and, and, and things like that. And it was routine. These things were routine. So listen, is he gonna get time? I don't believe so. I don't believe he will, but he had to do something. Something had to be done. And it's funny that it's the novices that actually wanted to do something. Now I'll show it on something different because the professionals, when they were seeing the crap, they were happy with it. And so Mm. was some of this fan base, by the way. So until we finally get it into our heads that we are back in 2006, we are back in 2006 in terms of process, and it's a hard time we accepted it. Because if you don't, you're going to be moaning all day, all weekend for a very long time. Accept Arsenal for what it is right now. Manager. ask you a question? Yes, sir.
2: Let me ask you a question then. If Mikel Arteta don't get the time, and uh-huh. we're a football club with no money, which uh-huh. big manager is going to stake his reputation on Arsenal?
1: No big manager will stick them off right. even before.
2: So Arsenal. you might as well, you know well keep why? the So you might as well keep the man in the job who was rebuilding now. He's the, not see, rebuilding. He's the problem.
3: It's no progress,
2: he's, Kevin. It's no progress. Kenny. But when you when you when you plant a flower, Kenny, when you plant anything, until it pops out of the pops through the earth, you don't know what's going on. Right, he's only just got the dead wood out. There's nobody could tell me we have got a top six squad. We haven't, we've brought players in. Some of the F West Ham
3: have West Ham got a top six squad, Kevin
2: uh, uh, Kenny. This is what I will say to you West Ham are playing a lot better than Arsenal are. West Ham are not being taken forward by kids. West Ham have got an experienced squad. We have got an experienced squad. No, hold on. We have got an experienced squad who over the years have let us down. Year after year after year. So I'm not surprised what's going on at Arsenal. And if anybody thinks that this squad at the start of the season, all of a sudden we're going to turn up and, and do the business, You're deluded! No chance! Kev, Kev. when Arteta
3: got this little system where he was playing in a counter-attack where he was he was he was playing a back three and he was hitting he was basically allowing City to press and he was getting past City's press in the semi-final FA Cup and then he won the FA Cup virtually playing the same way and we had this great result in the community shield, only a friendly, I know, and then Fulham, people were talking about the process and they're firmly behind mikel they were expecting a lot more obviously people like myself who had reservations Experience, about this thing. yeah you yeah, see but that, that's that that is the situation there's gonna be a lot of fans kevin who are going to, not gonna buy into what you said because they've been brought because as I said before I've had discussions with Dan and I've had discussions mm. with Manny before the modern football fan right has seen Arsenal get phenomenal success under George and under Arsene Wenger and the genie's out the bottle in terms of expectations and demands and you can't put the genie back the bottle and I think what you're trying to do is that is you're going back to what happened in the 80s and getting time this is modern football now modern football is not about time Kenny, Kenny, me Kenny me I'm old. not going oh, back to Kenny
2: no right, Kenny right. you're wrong I'm not going back to the 80s what I'm saying is this hmm. The the present incumbent is Mikel Arteta. He has won a trophy with some of these managers. You can mention this club, that club, that manager who's been in the Premier League. They've won nothing. And I'm not saying that as an excuse. What I'm saying that is he he got something out of these players. But the problem we've had has been consistency for the last 17 years. We have not been a consistent football club. Right? So... My point so of is the Michael, mat- Is
3: Mikel Arteta our level now? Is he our level of coach? That's the question you've asked. Is that our level? Yes,
2: he is. Kenny, he is. Kenny, he is. I need know this
3: so I can, I can you, adjust. Kenny, he, adjust he is. Because I don't believe he's he's the level of the football club. He is, Kenny. stop calling us a big club then.
2: We're not a big club no more. No, no, Kenny, we are a big club. Not, we we are a big club. We are a big club.
1: The mentality isn't big, Kenny. We are a big club in the name, name only. We are a big club and, and, and in name and, and, and only. Really we man. are not but a big Mickey, club in the, club, player, the way we make is moves. That level of manager, then we've got problems—big problems. problems. Here's our level of manager, Kenny. Because guess what? We are way back in 2006. This is what we should have done then. This is where we are, and we need to start accepting that. Yeah. we've hate, wasted 15 was years.
3: Hate, we need to start but that, we're not—we're not—we're pl- not—we're not, we're talking about the level manager. But the money we're spending in terms of transfer fees and player salaries is big clubs, big club money. But, Kenny, that's we that, that, that was Penn.
1: the professionals who did that. The professionals yeah, Penny, did that. That is the, the professionals problem, Kenny. The professionals put Oz on 350k a week. Mustafi on over 100k a week. Socrates on high money. Kolasinac on high money. But this is what the professionals have done. We trusted these people to guide us and and, and bring us to the fucking promised land. Wasted money on Xhaka. Wasted money on Mustafi. Meanwhile, in the summer, meanwhile, Mm -hmm. in the summer, the novices are having to script and save to try to get Thomas Partey, a world-class midfielder, into the damn club. But the professionals spent $70 on Mustafi and Xhaka and thought that was good enough. Well, think about about this. Great point. Think about this. Think
2: about this then, Manny, as well. (laughs) For the last 10 years, We have had people doing recruitment. We've had Arsene Wenger, who is our most successful manager at the football club.
3: Arsene
2: Arsene Wenger has been out of the club three years. You're telling me the seven years prior to him leaving for the last three, we shouldn't have had players in position that if a new manager came in and wanted to move and shake and sell somebody, we couldn't be able to sell them for 30, 40, 50
1: million. We have no, to we pay couldn't. players to leave. Because that's what that's what they've done. Exactly. This is, what they have, this is what they have done. But see, here is the problem with all of that. Arsene Wenger should have left aside for the next manager that would have been good enough to get a damn Europa League through the door. That's what should have happened. But what did he leave us with? What did he leave the novices with? A wage bill that's about to burst? Players who have no mentality... They have no respect they have no you know mental strength no fighting spirit they don't hold each other accountable for anything they tweet all day they can make a mockery of the football club and the professionals allow that to happen and then you have the edu's and the art who are coming in trying to show them that this is not where it's going to happen so guess what we have wasted 15 years we are back in 2006 in terms of our process And we need to start accepting that right now. Arteta is our level manager because we are a novice football club trying to rebuild itself. This is what we should have done when we left Highbury. But we didn't do because we pissed around trying to be a big club in name only. Only now are we starting to act like a big club and trying to show something that this is not going to stand. And it's the novices bringing that through the door.
0: Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring this in. And this is a question from my dear old mum. And she's saying Arteta needs more time. My mum's a massive Arteta fan, probably a bigger Arteta fan than you, Casey. And she's saying, think about what he has achieved rather than what he hasn't yet. Now, I want to bring this up as a question. And Casey, I'll start with you because a lot of people are telling me, look at what he has achieved. He's achieved an FA Cup. He's got us playing better defensively and off the pitch in terms of the recruitment, he definitely has improved. And I think him and Edu have actually been quite successful with the transfers that we have got in. And more importantly, this window, the trash that we got out, right? And I don't mean trash in terms of quality because we had the quality there Mm. before people start jumping down my neck. But his mentality he was weak like the others and they had to go because they were poisonous, right? So, the two questions are this. Has Arteta done enough yet to show that we are making progress? That's my first question. And secondly, is it true that we have a better squad now than we did under Unai Emery. Because I would argue that it is better now. And the reason I would say that is because I believe Gabriel looks to be a better defender than Mustafi. I think Pablo Marie looks to be better than Koscielny, from what I've seen. Tini's better than Monreal and Kalasinac. I think Thomas Partey is much better than El Neni and Gwenduzi and Torreira that Unai Emery had. I think Raby, Aaron Ramsey is the only miss because now we've got Smith Rowe who is actually performing. Saka is better than Welbeck or Iwobi. And we've still got the same Granite Xhaka as and Aubameyang as Lacazette. So surely now we have got a better squad than Unai Emery had. No, KC? Dan, let me let me take the last question first. <laughs> on paper,
2: yes, of course, on paper. But you know what? One beautiful thing about football, the game isn't played on paper. The game is played on a football pitch with two goals at either end. And what you've got to do, you've got to try and dominate your opponent. If you can do that, get the better of them, you will win football matches. We have not been good enough on that football pitch with a lot of Arsene Wenger players, with some Unai Emery players, and obviously Mikel Arteta has added some pieces. Because you know what? For the last 12 years, we have seen it. Stevie Wonder has seen it. Everybody has seen it. We needed a centre-half and a central midfielder. And we could be blue in the face. This is all we needed. When Leicester won the title, if we'd have had that, I've had a battle with Kenny saying I think we would have won it. We don't know, but I think we would, have st- we would have been in a lot better position to win it if we'd had a centre-half and a centre-midfielder. But hey-ho, whether that works out or not, we, we don't know. But it takes the novice to come in and address that problem in one transfer window. How? We're Arsenal Football Club. We shouldn't. Arsene Wenger knows football. Unai Emery knows football. But we don't address it. So the stuff that Arteta is doing, he's having to clean up a lot of crap that has been gone back, it's legacy crap from, as, as Manny says, 2006. And it's, it's still at the club. The rot is still there, so he's had to clean up all that. So let's get to the question about, has he improved us? In some aspects, Dan, in some aspects, he's improved us. Because when's the last time we had the second, third best defence in the league? A long, long time. We True. were shipping goals left, right, and centre. And everybody, I've been brought up on it. Kenny, you remember in the 80s when George Graham took over? The club were built on that back, four, and defence. You, you will not win anything without a defence. The defence helped us win the FA Cup at the back end the last season. But there's certain things that you need in place in order to continue and be successful consistently. And one thing is, you need the squad that's together and everybody playing and, and believing in the same thing. And he's never actually had that yet. He still doesn't have it, Dan. So I understand 10 defeats is a travesty. I get it. I'm an Arsenal fan. I don't like that at all, losing 10 games. No chance. But do you know what I believe? I believe Mikel Arteta is systematically and slowly changing us. We won't see it. We might see it sparingly here and there. But I believe Mikel Arteta needs to get to the summer and then we will see a a better Arsenal moving forward. That's my opinion. People might not agree with
0: me, but I've seen improvements. And you know what? Before I come to Kenny and Manny, do you think, Casey, just lastly, that... Arteta is underachieving with what I've just gone through as a better squad than Unai Emery had. Do you feel that he's underachieving currently being 11th in the league? Uh,
2: Being 11th in the league is underachieving for us as a football club, 100%. Of course it is. I'm not going to try and tell anybody that we aren't underachieving. But being an ex-player, I know the manager will train you, prepare you to play, to get results. And our football club are being led by two or three youngsters. It's not Arsenal, man. This isn't Arsenal. And going back to when we, George Grant first took over Kenny, we had Kenny Sansom there. We had David O'Leary there. We had Viv Anderson there. We had Stevie Williams there. We had Graham Ricks there. We had Charlie Nicholas. We had Tony Wood. We had experienced players in the building. So when you have experienced players... So, sorry, Ken. When we have experienced players, mm-hmm. they are the ones who can help the youngsters. Our youngsters are helping the experience. It's madness.
0: <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, come in.
2: Right. One thing
3: about um the George Graham mirror. I have to stand to be you've got you stand to be corrected. He got rid of Tony Woodcott and he got rid of Paul Mariner, and Gray Ricks hardly featured. He was he, no, but he they were still there. My if, point if, is they if, were still if, there. If, in terms of team, George Graham. Oh, him. Oh, he's got rid of Willcott and Nicholas, sold him on threes, and Graham, was highly yeah, ever played. Yeah, he, he, Kenny. He, he was, Kenny. He was 1986
2: and 87. Charlie Nicholas was still at the football club because he scored the winning soccer. goals in the League Cup. Get
3: rid of Charlie Nicholas. No, but he scored the winning goals
2: in the League Cup. My point. My point of the matter is, Ken. Sorry, but just I just want to make this point. My Ooh. point of the matter is, there was experienced players to help the youngsters through. That's all.
3: Yeah, Dave O'Leary and, and Viv Anderson. I agree with you on that on that on that point. But in in terms of what what you know, Dan's talking about, you know, about have we seen any progress in our, under Arteta? The lead table says no. Mm. I, ju- I generally believe, and I and you've made a point that we have better personnel um, under Mikel and and then um, Unai ha- had and Unai Henry still managed to get a shake out these players. He was only a fingernail. Away from getting getting in the top four, and he's only um, like a half mile from um, getting um, third place. Mm. And then what's happened is the disaster in Baku. After that, he was he was toast, and all bets were off for Mikel. In terms of um, whether we improved defensively, yes, we are, but we still are susceptible to the overloads down the right the hand side. with we're holding and Belarine. our our weak links. Don't get me wrong, Bellerin in the last few games is holding his own. Holding, obviously, when teams um, play with a physical striker and put crosses in, meet and drink win. But we still need to address that thing. Mick Arteta, in my opinion, still has to get another right back. He needs Mm -hmm. an auxiliary um, left back because Kieran Tinney cannot complete a season. Mm -hmm. And with the likelihood of, um, you know, Kobe being with us for the next couple of years, we're going to have condensed programs. So, in that respect, there has been he hasn't improved, but again, the litmus test is always gonna be a league performances. You can talk about the best defence as much as you like. We had the best defence in ninety two, ninety three, but we still only scored thirty-eight goals and finished about well where we are now. But we won two trophies. But in terms of like what we're used to, we didn't challenge. This is, but this is not 90, 92, 93. This is two thousand twenty one. Yeah, yeah, but Kenny, we, the we, question we won, was, won two doubles. yeah,
2: but yeah. the question was, has there been any progress made under Mikel no. Arteta? No. Well, the only, the only progress.
3: But, so there, get, has, been progress no. the, there has, has been progress no, made. There has been some progress. This because no, no, he's, he's got he's, he's, he is the, pre, the appreciated because we won the FA Cup last season, and he got he got some semblance of um, results. But I st- I'm still seeing square pegs were around round holes. So in terms of like. This, where we've seen improvements, the league form tables not telling me that. I have to Manny, be honest. Let me bring,
0: Manny, let me bring you in on this one. I want to bring you on this on this point that we've just been discussing, but also one I want to ask is this. I feel like Arteta will get time, whatever, this season. I just do. I think the board and owners are going to give him time. I don't think that he deserves it. Because I think that if we're going to be in this position that we're in now and we don't win that Europa League, I wouldn't say there's any progress whatsoever because there's no trophy and we're finishing way below eighth place, which is where we finished last season. So my question to you is this. How does Arteta lose his job this season, do you think? Or are you of the opinion, like me, that he just won't?
1: First of all, Paz, before I even go there and answer those yeah, go questions... On, I hope people who are watching this are genuinely enjoying the debate and the conversation because this is the kind of stuff we should be talking about. And when COVID finally decides to fuck off, Pots, get a camera, get all of us sitting around a table because this needs to be recorded live, mate. This is, I love it. Absolutely love it. Now, for me, <laughs> we need to do this live and in person, I swear. But... To answer your question, Potts, for me, right? If I'm if I'm the person who is who's making the decisions, and first of all, I don't even think this is Stan Kroenke making those decisions. I think whoever it is making these decisions and putting these people in place, I don't believe it's Stan Kroenke. Do I believe it's Josh? Maybe it's a young man making young man moves. Stan Kroenke doesn't give a shit. Right? That's what I believe anyway. For me, if I'm Josh, bring me the Europa League, or there's no conversation to be had period. Bring me the Europa League. It's just that simple. It's that simple. We need it. We need it. And because where we are going to finish in the league, we're not going to get anywhere near Europe. But we need our Champions League, don't we? Because we've pissed away our money. So bring me the Europa League or get out of the door. But deep down, do I think that will be enough? How does he lose his job if you finish 15th and we get embarrassed in the Europa League? Like, that's how I believe he'll lose his job. Because I think I don't think he's cronky stand cronky making those decisions anymore. So what was the second question, by the way? I completely bro.
0: No, that was it, man. How does he lose his job? And I think you've answered that. And I'm with you. I, I, I think that that should be a serious, serious question for him. Are you going to take us forward? Yes, I am. Prove it. He's not proving it in the league at the moment with showing no consistency whatsoever. I'm not seeing a style of play. And in the last few games, it's the only thing that I have seen in a few triangle passes and some playing out from the back that now I'm starting to see a style. And then we go to Aston Villa and the game plan is ruined after 70 seconds, by the way, because of a diabolical pass back from Cedric. And then all of a sudden it's got a situation that we are not seeing a style of play again. I was That's so some confused with of, pod, of the- Dan, pod.
2: Dan, Dan, by the way, by the way, the, the back pass, the pass back to Gabriel was, was short, mm. but Aston Villa still had a lot to do to score. Traore goes down the line, Gabriel nearly gets to when he and he doesn't put a great ball in, but you got their most lethal striker on his own in the box. Rob Holding, what's he shot? doing? Rob Holding was marking space as opposed to marking the player. Anybody, mm. I, mm. I, I watch that goal. If Rob Holding stays close to him, fella don't
1: score. 100%. So,
2: you know, so I, I understand Cedric made a bad pass, but this is what the defenders are supposed to do. If you make a bad pass, if I make a bad pass, Kenny's supposed to get me out of it. And if Kenny can't get me out of it, then you're supposed to get, get, get us out of it. But the fact of the matter is, unfortunately, and maybe this is a issue for Rob Holding, he fell asleep, he he backed off Oli Watkins, and the ball goes to Oli Watkins, ends up in the back of our net after after
1: a minute or so, and we're we're playing with snookers. It's crazy. Well, but the thing is that the thing is that happens. And I, I just want to answer the comment that somebody put that you put up earlier, saying that we're being generous towards our tether. Trust me, we're not, or I'm not, you know, because If you're making mistakes, you should be called out on it 100%. But the reason why I'm more inclined to jump on the bandwagon and give these people a little bit of time is because how long have we been saying that we needed a centre-half and a central midfielder? In one transfer window in the summer, we get Gabriel, who I'm hoping his ceiling is as high as I think it will be, and we get Thomas Partey. And we've been screaming out for that. We haven't replaced Vieira. We need a centre-half to challenge. The novices want to address that. But we're not being generous towards Arteta. He hasn't got that. He hasn't got that leeway. Anyway.
0: Good points. Good points well made. Let's move on to this game of the weekend because I struggle, Kev, when I look at some of these fixtures upcoming. And a lot of people are confident about the weekend, saying that the Leeds game home is going to be an easier game. I disagree. I think they're a very, very good side. I like the way they play. I've got a lot of time for their manager. I just love him. I think he's absolutely brilliant. And I think this is going to be a very, very tough game. I actually think that although on paper this could be like 5-5, I actually feel like this is going to be a game which cancels each other out. And I think we saw that at Ellen Road. Obviously, Pepe got sent off, and we looked on top, and we managed to keep Nick a point. What do you make of this game coming up? Because this one, I'm being told, is the easier fixture, but I disagree. I think they're a great outfit. No, we say, listen, it's a tough game because
2: Leeds are Leeds are in a good run of form, but they are beatable. They are beatable, definitely. And we've seen we've seen teams who can shift the ball pretty well, give them a hiding at times, you know, and because they don't change the way they play. They don't adjust. They keep coming at you the same way. Keep pressing you, etc. We've seen Leicester go to their place. We've seen Brighton go there and beat them. We've seen Man United, you know, take them apart, etc. But you have to be playing smart, and you have to play that. You have to play clever football to get the better of them. Now, we've seen us play clever football in the first half against Wolves. It went pear-shaped in the end. We couldn't sustain it into the Aston Villa game, and we looked leggy, we didn't look, we could have still been playing, now we wouldn't have scored, no matter who come on, so we could blame William all we like, or, you know, he's making this decision, that decision, I don't think we would have scored at Aston Villa, because Aston Villa, credit where credit's due, I thought they defended pretty well on the day, so, fair enough, I, I just believe this is a game, that Arsenal have to win, because we know there's a run of tough games coming up, but you know what, in this league, you, you 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 can't put your finger on what's gonna happen because when we, we were in a bad run and then we played Chelsea at the Emirates and we blow Chelsea away. You know, it's it's the, the season's mad. The season is mad right now. We need a win, but it's gonna be really difficult, and we can't be giving any gifts away to this Leeds team or else they're gonna put it on us. They're gonna make life very difficult for us. But we can definitely win this game, Dan.
0: OK. Kenny, let's come to you. Uh, what do you make of the game upcoming this weekend, mate? I'm looking forward to it because I think,
3: you know, things that Kevin said as well. Is, um Leeds, Leeds uh, it's either going to, they're either going to body us or we're going to body them. I think the, the thing the thing that makes Leeds so difficult to play against is because of their system, you know, the 4-1, 4-1. And what, what they uh, ain't to do when they play teams is they like to outnumber the opposition in the last third and they like to get overloads on both sides of the pitch. For instance, down the right-hand side, Ayling, um, Rafinha and down at right side. And then you on the left-hand side, you've got Stuart Dallas coming um, down at the left-hand side. Sometimes you see Harrison and you see Alioski. So what happens is, is that Patrick, you know, Bankford doesn't have to play with his back to goal. He doesn't have to bring players in because he knows he's getting that support. And that's where it's going to be very difficult. We've talked about, you know, our right-hand side with Hector Bellerin and Rob Holding. All those overloads where they get where they'll get mullered. and we're talking about not every Kieran Tierney, our best player, um, not just this defensively, but going down that um, left hand side in the attacking sense as well. So that's gonna be difficult. The good news is, is that now we've got um, someone like Smith Rowe can move the ball quickly, and change the tempo of their game. If we can get our runners in and be direct, which means Pepe down the left hand side, Saka down the right hand side, and attacking pace down the other way. We can, we can body this, but we've got to move the ball quickly because one thing we haven't spoke about as Leeds is the athleticism. They've outrun they've like every team this season with the exception of Chelsea. So they're very, because of the way they play, Bielsa wants them to have the sort of athleticism to, to get back in their positions quickly to stop the counter-attacks. So we're going to rely on a quick play. We move the ball quickly, be direct, we can win this game. But be careful of the overloads and help out our full-backs. We don't have pair of footbacks. We're getting mullets.
0: Fair play, Kenny. Uh, Manny, same question for you. And also, team news-wise, obviously Party and Tierney are out. Do we expect the same team, uh, apart from Cedric will replace Tierney at left-back and Danny sobias will come in for Thomas Party. Manny?
1: Uh, I kind of want to see something a little bit different. In the sense that I would love to, you know... I would love to touch the throw a curveball and go. You know what? You know what, Gabriel, and this is Martinelli, by the way. Go ahead and show me what you can do up front. I would love to see that. Why not? Now, because that's been stinking out the place the last couple of games. Aubameyang hasn't been I don't know where the hell he is. So why not try Martinelli through the middle? We all know he's going to give a whole lot more than both of them at the minute. I would love to see that kind of curveball. So Bio should come back in 100%. Cedric is going I'm, to... I'm almost tempted to go, you know what, Bukayo, you, you know go ahead and do a job for me. Because Cedric clearly is uncomfortable on that left-hand side. I would love to see a few curve balls that will throw leads off their game a little bit. That would have them thinking, hmm, maybe we haven't got these sussed out. You know? But we yeah. might see more of the same. We might more. I don't know. I don't know, Potts. To, to, to be honest with you, I'm just looking forward to seeing us play. It feels like this is the this has been a little bit of a break because fixture congestions, injuries piling up. It happens because of what's happened with COVID. But I'm just looking forward to seeing us play football and addressing some of the issues yeah, that agree. we saw as the last.
0: I agree, man. Casey, I know you've got to shoot off quick prediction before you do go over to uh, over to Arby School. What do you reckon, mate?
2: I, I think it's going to be. I think there's going to be goals. I think it's going to be three to Arsenal. Oh, free two, yeah, free two, fair
0: play. Um, listen, I'd take that one hundred percent. I would, take yeah, we will take any win. I'd take any win. By the <laughs> just way, just anything, yeah. any win. Yeah. KC, any win. I know you've got a shoot off, man, but thanks ever Mate. so much for coming. Kenny, on, good man. to hey, see hey, you, Manny. Take hey,
3: care. Hey, hey, give Sophie a message if she wants to pay for my internet because just because I've had a couple of lucky, uh, lucky breaks. <laughs> in the internet, my, tell her. That she needs to contact me because I need to send them my PayPal details. No, no problem. Problems. And one more thing try and get Arsenal legends other than you to talk about Arsenal matters. I don't want to see Steve Nichol or Warren Barton talk about Arsenal matters. I know Warren Barton's from Stokey, but he's not an Arsenal player. Uh, <laughs> but he's an Arsenal fan. He's an Arsenal fan, though. I know Ken. he's from Stokey, but he's
2: Stokey, for the boy. Club. Yeah. You can't hug all the limelight and just be the only Arsenal no, fan. Listen. You. Hey, Kenny, there's that many platforms out there, but you know what? A lot of the players aren't comfortable putting their putting their neck on
3: the line, mate. You know what? I can only cope with challenging you. I can't do the other players. Right? <laughs> you know
1: what I mean, man? Please, I'm, I'm, you know what, Casey? I'm glad you actually. You know, you can put your neck out there, sit down, and have a conversation with us, but I'm it's sorry, I'm one hundred percent serious when I say we need to do this in person. live. I'm dead I'm serious. We do. No, no, we no do.
3: Interlopers. No interlopers. Round, no round table,
2: yeah, four round
1: table, round table.
3: Four people, a mic. Dan, you could pay for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy the drinks. I don't drink, but yeah, you can get them mic, right. And then, uh, we'll do it in a, we'll do it in, we'll, we'll find some. We'll go to the boxing, boys' boxing club in Archway. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. I'll speak to the owner there. I'll know him.
2: We'll do all it. All right. But listen, Deal. love you guys. Take care, Dan. Thanks again for calling me on. Kenny, Manny, Take care, sir. Everyone in chat. Take care. Those. Nice
3: Have
0: one. Love one. you, man. Love you guys. Take Cheers. care, KC. Cheers, bye. man. Top bye, man. Bye. Top man. The wonderful KC there. Uh, Kenny, let's come to you, man. Uh, score predictions before we wrap up. What do you reckon it's gonna be, mate?
3: You know what? I've i spent all the time, you know, shouting the odds, and now I'm gonna sit in the fence. Sorry, Maddie. I know you're gonna be <laughs> brutal, upset with this. It's either gonna be three nil or three one. I can't it's either gonna be three nil or us or three one to then.
0: Oh, that's, wow. that's,
3: the, that's the game that's the game you just do not know with Leeds United they, have, they haven't got they're not going to get into Europe they've got no other games this is their big game they owe us one because they feel that we got lucky and that we made ourselves difficult beat when we were out of 10 men so for me it's only going to it's either or all we could the, the barometer is I know I'm not allowed to say this but if you watch our Spurs beat Leeds just before Christmas I think that's the way we got to play to win this game Really do, sorry, Manny. I know. I shouldn't say that,
0: Manny. Let's come to you, and I'll go last. Mm.
1: I just want to see a good game, man. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick my neck out on the line, and I'm gonna say free one to the boys. But Leeds, it will be a difficult free one. It will be a free one when we're sweating at two one, and Leeds hit the post and Bamford misses the sitter, and then we get you know a scrappy goal, and it's free one, and we're happy. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of those. Kenny, I don't uh, I don't blame you for sitting on the fence. This season has gone all over the place. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I would rather, t- if we played like, like you say, if we played like Tottenham like did against Leeds, great. Because I hope we don't play like they did against Everton because that was embarrassing and hilarious. So, again, oh, cool, my free cool, one cool, to cool, the cool, boys. Cool, cool. cool,
3: Hey, Sorry, Dan. I'm going to have to go because my back on, is Ken. dying. And yeah, that's fine, like, man. I don't, I don't want Sophie to tell me off for uh, having being a not having enough juice on the internet. By the way, Sophie, I know you're watching my PayPal details. Just give me a thing, <laughs> and I'll give them to you. All
0: right? Kenny, always it's a, a pleasure, later. my friend. You it's take, care, a pleasure Kenny. Today, take care, bro. And then there was and two. And then there were two. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, I just want to bring this up just quickly before we do wrap up mm. and i give my score prediction because Claude's in the chat. Big up, Claude, and I hope you get well soon, man. He has not been well for a long time, bless him. Uh, if Tony Adams was captain last week, Holding would have been off at halftime. This is the thing. This is the, the kind of shift that you were talking about in the shift of mentality and how people, uh, times have changed and how players have changed. But Claude brings up a good point there that there is this kind of a lack of leadership at the club. And I just wanted to bring that comment into it to just kind of see that where we're at at the moment is that mistakes happen in football, but unfortunately, when you've got something so bad as that and some of the rubbish we've seen from players like Bellerin and Granit Xhaka and Mustafi over the over the years, where is the leader on that pitch to currently look at those situations? I don't see one, mate.
1: I don't know. We haven't recruited them yet. Or somebody yeah. hasn't stepped forward. Like You know what I mean? If somebody hasn't stepped forward. We need to find it. You know, we need to find it. I don't even want to mention Tony Adams' name. Right, Because that was a long, long time ago. Let's modernize it a little bit. I want a Vincent company. right? Mm. I want a Vincent company because even when that man wasn't playing, the players felt him because Mm. he wouldn't allow them to do anything else but go out there and do what you're supposed to do. Give me a Vincent company. That's it. Because they say that they don't make them anymore. Oh, yes, they do. They just make them differently. They've modernized them a little bit. Because Mm. times have changed. These players are softer. You have to guide them through a game for the whole 90 minutes. You know what I mean? Mm. you got to modernize it, and then we can move forward. We can genuinely move forward, but we need to find that. Our tetra and the edus, the novices, need to go out there and find that. But I'll tell you what, Potts, this is why I said this was a 10 out of 10 transfer window, and I didn't mean it by player recruitment. I meant by the mentality and what was happening And the fact that we're finally showing a bit of balls. This is what I was talking about, mate. And I loved this absolute discussion, but I absolutely loved it.
0: It has been class, I must admit. I've enjoyed just sitting back and listening to it because there's difference of opinions, there's respect and there's an understanding of the football club in terms of knowledge as well. I'm going to give my prediction for the Leeds game and I think that it is going to be a game which cancels each team out and I'm going to go for nil nil. I don't think either team have got the capabilities of scoring three you or four stuck, goals. Daniel. I just don't see it. So I you think stuck, it's going Daniel. to be a nil. nil. Huh?
1: Daniel, you suck. You suck. All right, Daniel, Mate. you absolutely suck.
0: Yeah, you, know you, you know me. You know me, bro. Did, I can't sit there and say time. that I'm 4-0, 4-0, 5-0. What are they watching? I don't understand this. I am currently watching a team that's struggling to score goals. I'm going to go nil yeah, I hope but I'm that's wrong. That's the
1: thing, man. You're not deluded. You know me. I mean? You're not deluded in the fact that, you know, 4-0, 5-0, whoever's predicting that, they need to put down the drink. But, pots. we are where we are, bruv. This is 2006 again, man. You can be a bit... You know, be happier, bruv. Nil-nil is ridiculous. It's not going to be nil-nil,
0: bruv. It's not going to be nil-nil. We'll see. You we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, won't we? We'll see. I think it will be. I think it will cancel each other out. And I think it will be nil-nil. It won't be anything more than a 1-1. I really don't think it will. But listen, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we absolutely batter them 4-0. But I can't see it, Personally. Um and I think they will cancel each other up. So let's see what happens. Manny, it's been a pleasure to have you back on, man. Um man, it's uh, it's always pleasure. it's always better when you're here, man. It's always better when you're here.
1: Well, I hope so, man, and I hope that people have genuinely enjoyed it. And to anybody who's got, you know, a bad thing to say about the discussion that they've just heard, go fuck
0: yourself. Pots. <laughs> Absolutely. It's always man, a it's been a pleasure. Man, it's been it's always a pleasure as ours having you on, man. Um thank you. Thank you to everyone in the chat as well. There was over 300 of you live watching us at one stage. Thank you all so much. I hope you enjoyed the thoughts of myself and Manny and, of course, Kenny Ken and the legend that is Kevin Campbell. We will see you on Monday night at 7 o'clock as always, and we'll be back next week for a Man City Arsenal preview. Uh, We have got Benfica in the games midweek. Um, but due to capacity, there won't be a preview for the Europa League game. That will be covered on the Monday night and the Friday night with me. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we can start to take that competition a lot more seriously and get some results. I hope we can turn this around. I really do. And let's see if we can keep up the arsenal. You take care, guys. We'll see you next time.
1: Sports social podcast network